0: no <laughs> all right yeah here we go it's time to talk to live long and podcast here star trek first contact is over and has been since 1996 but we're just getting started here uh, i'm dave mater coming at you with star trek tv and movie reviews We're here streaming live on our Facebook page at Live Long and Podcast. Uh, You might also be checking us on YouTube or listening to us on the audio version. Uh, Welcome to all our listeners and viewers. Uh, We're ready to talk about uh, one of the best Star Trek movies today in Star Trek First Contact. And I am joined by quite the panel. What a panel. Maybe not a complete panel, but we'll get to that. Um, First and foremost, we have my lovely wife, Jane. Hi, Jane. How are you doing, Jane? hello. James here. Uh, for first
1: contact. Here
0: to talk about the first contact. Uh, we have my brother Jeff. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. And we have the ever incredulous Kevin Millard. How are you doing, Kevin? Good. All right. And Jody, uh, we're pretty sure fell asleep for all of this. It's that's kind of a theory, at least. But we're gonna we're gonna you know get into this movie. Uh, I know Kevin, you have a hard stop at. Three, so we are going to try to uh, move this along um and uh you know hey what a movie uh, maybe the most movie of any star trek movie in a lot of ways um but hey let's get some thoughts uh, you know I, kevin you had mentioned before we had uh, we had hit uh, go live uh no uh, negative things to say about this movie and um oh i'm sorry that was the wrong button uh here we go ah there we go okay um sorry kevin while we're scrambling you around
2: what do i think of this movie Uh, yeah do you have anything negative to say about it i do one okay yeah just uh, the scene when they're out doing the spacewalk there's almost no dialogue and it's super boring in great star trek fashion it is super boring
0: it does go on long by today's standards oh for sure it you know but um there wasn't a lot of spacewalks and stuff at that point in star trek so it was kind of interesting to see them just sort of in spacesuits um, out fighting Borg. But
3: I enjoy that it's long though because it's kind of like an homage to like 2001: Space Odyssey. It's kind of like I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like it. Like uh, for me, like I'm guessing like it's it's a little bit more realistic because it's just like yeah, it would take a while to make that walk. And it would, the the buttons though drive me nuts, and the plugs, and the amount of time that the Borg. <laughs> I mean, there, there's a lot of. <laughs> There's too much editing going on there, but I agree with that. Yeah. But I, I do like that, uh, you know, the length of it.
0: Yeah, jo- uh, Jane.
1: Uh, I uh, figured out that definitely, First Contact is my favorite movie over Wrath of Khan or The Voyage Home
0: from Solid Star Trek Six. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. How we your
0: favorite Star Trek movie?
1: Yeah, I, I'm pretty. I, I kind of knew this at the beginning, but I was a little unsure. No. And I know the next movie is absolutely not. So, this is my favorite Star Trek
0: movie. All right. Favorite Star Trek movie. Hey, and like, okay, I have a really vivid memory of watching this uh, movie in theater. I was 13 years old. Uh, It debuted in December of 96. So, we had just moved to Ontario. And, um, you know, so I was already a big Star Trek guy at this point, make no doubt about it. I saw it at. The, uh, back then, it was known as Famous 8, because there was only eight screens uh, at the cinema on Branch Street before yeah. it expanded to 12 uh, for your Burlington historians out there who might be watching.
1: Was it the same building? Or the
0: same did building, that? but they did an extension, actually. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. Uh, they added four <laughs> more theaters. to.
2: Uh, <laughs> wow. I yeah, I, I just remember being impressed all the time. Every time I went it.
0: Well, also, okay, and it's still there today in that same movie theater, there is an Enterprise-E, like, it looks like a big pool floaty that hangs from the ceiling, uh, right b- where they sell the popcorn, and it's still there, I, and I've always said, one day that will be mine, I will get that somehow, whenever they're tearing this building down, I just show up and say, can I have that, because I've been eyeing it since 1996, but, hey, I, you know, and and I, they, I bring all this up because I have a real distinct memory of this movie, uh, especially the opening credits, the way this movie starts with this incredible score by Jerry Goldsmith. Goldsmith! He's back, baby. It's gold, baby. Goldsmith. And, uh, you know, it's a special place in our hearts, as this is the score that Jane walked down the aisle uh, at, our, at our wedding. Yep. Uh, and, I, you know, watching that as a 13-year-old kid... Uh, but as the credits were coming out, Patrick Stewart, right? And then everybody was clapping in the theater as every name came up. Some names more than others. Like it was like Patrick Stewart, yeah. And then like Franks, yeah. And then Brent Spiner came up, it was this huge applause. Michael Dorn got this huge roar because you know he was very big on D Space Nine. He was fully integrated into the D Space Nine crew at this point. And uh, it's just a really nice piece of music that starts off the movie. Yeah,
1: and also if you're just
0: bultzman did uh, logan's run so he did logan's he run yeah of, uh, I, I said that was earlier in his career and if you listen to his score on logan's run it is something it is <laughs> it sounds like it's just this weird computer language music um and 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 it opens really big with uh this flashback of picard in the Borg cube from the best of both worlds Uh, And this is how we're introduced to sort of this updated look to the Borg, right? You know, like so the the Borg from the TV show looked, you know, they they weren't quite this, so they got quite uh, an upgrade in this movie. So
1: ninety six, where are we? Has Voyager has? Started. Voyager
0: started, but they haven't, they haven't met the, board the board yet? yet. Okay, so we don't have
1: the Voyager board. Yeah,
0: yet. there's no seven of nine yet. That doesn't exist. Uh, really, this movie is like a springboard for a ton of vo- Borg stuff board. that goes into Voyager. Even oh, well, the doctors in this movie, ne- Ethan Phillips plays not Neelix, but he plays another. Hologram or whatever in this movie. So there, uh, and there's some Voyager sets. So uh, Borg. Last
1: time we saw the Borg was with uh, Lore and and that that encampment,
0: right? And and then the the TV show they just looked a little, you know, they weren't as intimidating, right? Like they were just more gray and black and whatever. And this movie they they just made them have like more jagged metal, and they there was just a a a, a strong makeup update, but not enough to like take you out of it to say those aren't the Borg. It's a good, it was a smart move. It was subtle. It was, you know, you can, do, you can upgrade a look of a, of a species or a character or a villain as long as you don't, like, I'm referring to, like, Star Trek Discovery, where they tried to update the Klingons, and you just couldn't buy into it. It was just too far.
2: That was a tragedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: right. <that's... laughs>
2: but, but that
0: pullout shot in the beginning, like, I, it was ILM who worked on this movie. Uh, it shows. Like, the special effects in this movie are amazing. Yeah um they, they really are uh and it just you know it brings you right back to it like the trauma of the borg and then i guess picard wakes up it's a dream within a dream is that how it starts because he gets yeah. like the pops yeah. out of his cheek thing and uh and then he really wakes up and it's a call from uh admiral hayes he's called to say yes sir. he says deep space five we got a call from deep space five jeff was bringing this up last night he said why not say deep space no i want to say Deep Space. Five. Could they not have thrown Deep Space Nine some love?
1: Maybe because Worf was coming and if they were at Deep Space Nine, Worf would have been busy?
0: Uh, maybe? Maybe. Well, I think the Defiant is in this movie, so I, I think they, they do give some uh, credit to Deep Space Nine. What's hard
2: about, though, the Defiant being in this movie is the only person from Deep Space Nine on that ship is <laughs> Worf. Yeah, yeah, so and it's not really it an entirely new crew, except for Worf. Yeah, why
3: don't they? Is my question. They don't want to pay those people. That's. I, gotta,
2: I, I think
0: I have an answer to this. Uh, yes, they don't want to pay those people. Uh, they can't have like Jed Z and all of them in this movie either. I think right for financial. I think just there's no time to have them in this movie.
3: Even if um, they a one scene cameo, you know, where they're like 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 guys.
0: Barkley gets in this movie, yeah. and like you know uh not to i know barkley's not your favorite but like uh if they had brought another D space 9 cast member along i guess like cisco would have been the logical one because he has his, his wife was killed at wolf Foot 359 and he's got this tie into the borg but my my in-universe like sort of rationale is that for the same reason that admiral hayes doesn't want to send picard to fight the borg again he doesn't maybe want cisco to do the same um and oh well, well look who decided to wake up. Wake up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there he I is. I
4: was out doing errands.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry. That's no, all right. We're, we're pretty much at the beginning.
4: Hey, Bye. Got, I got your mic sounds shit, by the way. Uh, yeah,
0: I've told him
3: three times. No,
4: uh, you, have you haven't.
3: I've oh, texted huh. you in the host chat. I texted you.
4: I got a message from...
3: Your mic is, is so loud. It?
4: Mater, mater, masturbated.
1: Mater. Oh no! <laughs>
3: <laughs> How's that? Anyway, the better, <laughs> much better. You yeah. were so loud. Oh my god! it? Well, th-
1: you can tell
0: me. Yeah, well, you were is- talking the I whole time. I don't look at the a, host. I'm like, I'm like
4: scruffy hobo, Jody. Today. I also texted you. Hey,
0: Who texted just say, me? Just tell me next time. All right. Uh, okay. So, all right. Where were we? you know jody shows up and then but then you guys are all jane trying to throw a too. The I miss client, you too it, yeah, it just me. says jane
4: that's i good. don't have like jane jane masturbator or anything.
1: jane jane and menstruational pain wow that's what I got i'm not doing up. that yeah i'm good. not
4: gonna do that but anyway hey kevin you look rather bright today yep what it's happened
2: fuck in the curtains
4: <laughs> what's uh, up? I,
2: yeah i just it's good lighting today ah uh,
4: <laughs> All right. Anyway, I've delayed this enough. Sorry.
2: Well, we just we were
0: just in the beginning of the movie, really, uh, talking about uh, you know when Picard gets the ant, like gets the call from Starfleet. The Borg are here. He has the Borg dreams. And uh... oh, we're live right now. I jumped yeah!
4: on Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> All right, Well,
4: I apologize for that. Uh, everybody who <laughs> might be watching, which is probably nobody, but nobody's anyway. watching anyway. Yeah, wait, wait. No, <laughs> no, we have no
0: viewers. Yeah. but you know, you watch
4: alive. on YouTube though. There's a lot of. There seems to be a lot of
0: uh, views on YouTube. People find us more on YouTube after the fact. This is more yeah. the live, live audience, but
1: you know, everyone is outside enjoying the sun, most yeah. likely right now. We're, so. yeah, we're, so. like,
0: we're, yeah. in, we're in here like dopes uh talking about <laughs> Star Trek. Well it's beautiful outside, but we're you social know, it's okay. distancing. Social mm-hmm. distancing.
4: Anyway, where were we?
0: Just talk about like why you know, we were talking about why Picard... well, why there's no other D Space Nine members on the Defiant, for one thing. Um, because we're saying they didn't want to pay those people, and there was no time to put them in the movie. Um, and if they were going to send anyone, it would be Cisco. I don't think we want Cisco and Picard in this movie together. It would be weird.
2: No, so, if Worf is. also That would actually be kind of, of neat though of because Defiant. he already hates
0: them. Yeah, but why is it the, the thing too that it's you know the Defiance there and it, uh, Earth and D Space Nine are not around the corner from each other. There's a bit of a no. distance you know, to travel. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know why. Why it doesn't matter. It's because Worf is part of the TNG crew and he needs to be in this movie somehow. Yeah. But they need to explain why he's not on D Space Nine, and that's why. Yeah, I
2: just found that odd that not one single person.
3: Yeah, even Nog. They couldn't have thrown Nog yeah, in this you movie. Even like... Throw us
2: a dog? Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> you could throw a Rom in there. Something. Someone <laughs> like Lita. Lita. <leader>? A <laughs> <A leader.
1: laughs> would have made sense if Gen Z had
2: been in it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if Jed Z had been in the movie, that would have made sense. Because it should have been someone from Starfleet that, you're right, probably wasn't Cisco and wasn't Kira. So those two people make sense to stay on DS9. But Jed Z had probably should have been in the movie. Or the or or you know who really should have been in the movie? O'Brien!
0: Yeah. 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 He, he is a TNG guy, but he never got to be in any of the TNG movies.
4: No, he was not in any of them.
0: O'Brien should have been in this movie. They should have given, thrown him He a should have call.
4: at least been in Generations, but I mean, he wasn't even in Generations. Yeah,
0: because he. So had you got to Deep
4: remember, Space O'Brien Nine. also wasn't a, a main character at all.
0: No, he wasn't. Later he on was in the either.
4: series, they ended up making him more of a main character, but in Deep Space Nine, he was. Yeah, uh, but this isn't a Deep Space yeah. Nine movie.
3: Right, but uh, they're introducing the Deep Space Nine ship.
4: And I'll tell you right now, thank God there isn't a DS Nine movie because it would suck. Why it would suck? Wait,
0: we're not here to talk about whether a Disney Nine movie would suck. We're here to talk about Star Trek: First Contact. <laughs> well, I
4: wasn't going to talk about it. I just made a statement. It's fact. We're good. I asked okay. for more information. Okay. I just
0: got a level. Jane, okay, we'll talk later. It's anyway, right. we're, we're so saying last week,
3: though, that all four um TV shows are represented within this movie. Uh is represented through the Doctor. Uh, mm-hmm. We, and we uh,
0: and ne- the guy who plays Neelix is there. Right,
3: yeah. Uh, I'm more talking about the actual show, though. Deep Space Nine is represented through the Defiant and Wharf. Worf. Uh, you also have TNG's, obviously, represented by the whole cast, and then the original series is represented by Seven Cochran. Right. Uh, so, so you yeah. have all uh, all four shows be you know it's kind of like the pinnacle. This is the this is the Mount Everest. This is the top of the Star Trek movies, and it's going to start going down. <laughs> To I know, but hey, let,
0: let, let's enjoy the high moment while we have it. <laughs> I'm just letting uh, everybody
3: know that this is as good as it gets.
4: For next-gen movies, this is as good as it gets. As good as
0: it gets, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, No question. I just want to, like, the whole decision, like, so we, he gets a call, and then he tells, um, the, you know, at the conference table, he tells his crew, uh, the Borg are attacking. They go, how many ships? What are we doing? And then he says, we're not going. We've been assigned to scan the neutral zone. And look after the romans. Hey, and, and yeah,
4: for the record, though, this is one of the only Star Trek movies where they're not the only ship that's there. True. True. They're the true. ship that isn't
0: there. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, they're the only ship that could follow that sphere, but that well,
2: it doesn't matter. Well, that that's because for once it wasn't all torn apart either. No,
0: because
3: Picard is always, you know, instinctually knows what the Borg's going to do, so he told Edson
4: Hawking Gage, follow that sphere. He was the only one who thought about it. So when you first saw this movie, and I'm just asking this as a general question, the minute you saw Hawk, you instantly knew that that motherfucker was going to be bad eventually, right? No. like, Oh, come on. You had to have known that. They didn't add him to the movie so they Uh, could be in all the other movies.
3: I, I was saying to Dave that hawk is you know who the guy who plays him i think his name's uh, something mcdonough or something like that anyway he's uh, like, he's in
4: band of brothers uh, he's in band of
3: brothers only
4: like yeah. four years
3: later jody and he looks about 15 years older than he does in this movie in yes yeah but
4: you yeah. got to remember band of brothers the whole point was to make them look like they've been through shit right he's like, a good
0: actor that guy uh, he's a great
4: um, actor yeah I like. and him. he wasn't
0: this is one of his first roles that i remember him being in uh but uh, here's my question, okay? This like this whole decision not to send the Enterprise because because Picard was a uh, was assimilated that he shouldn't be a put in a position to fight them again,
4: which makes and, sense.
0: And fine, fine, right? Uh, and Cisco, same thing. Maybe that's why he's not on the Defiant because he has a personal like tragedy. His no,
4: nobody wanted Cisco in the movie. That's why it's not.
0: But my question is about Riker. Why would not you send Riker? Riker is the one who stopped the Borg last time. Uh, Riker and Data and the crew. Like they rescued, uh, well, Riker got the cutest. They, they Did I miss
4: something? Is Riker in charge of the ship now?
0: Riker has the chops.
1: They're not going to send right him. There. Yeah, but why, why was Worf in, in charge of the ship? Defiant?
4: What's that? Well,
1: who was in charge of the Defiant? Wasn't it Cisco? It
0: wasn't Riker. Or. Worf. Worf.
1: Worf. Yeah, but, but, well, uh, but ultimately, they said
0: Worf to command the always. Defiant. Yeah, they yeah. Could so have Riker, Riker on the Enterprise. They could have dropped off a in... card on Ryza and they could have kept going.
2: In but... Deep Space Nine, uh, the Defiant is um, Worf's command. Yeah, unless Cisco is on the ship.
1: Right. Oh, right. Okay. Mm.
2: Yeah, my bad. But,
0: but 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 just the idea, because Riker has the track record. Riker, if it wasn't for Riker, they would never have saved Earth the first time, right?
4: Well, he definitely was a big part of that. Absolutely, yeah.
0: And data and mm-hmm. Doctor. Or
4: was it really Guinan?
0: Or was it really Guinan who gave Riker that speech? Yes. That doesn't really matter. I just think that it's kind of silly to take the guy, the one guy who's defeated the Borg, out of the equation.
3: Why no um, Guinan in the movie? That's another character that she's in. Generation, but
4: Riker wouldn't have been in that situation if. Well, my computer just went nuts. Sorry. Uh, no idea what it's doing right now. Anyway, hopefully you guys can hear me. You're fine. Um, Riker wouldn't have been in that situation if Picard wasn't assimilated. It doesn't matter. It's still Picard's damn ship. That's irrelevant. Yeah, but it's Picard's ship. It's his command. They're not going to send, they're not going to send, like, what are they going to do? Go, okay, Picard, we don't want you in this, but you need to fly his ass over here so you can command the ship. And we'll just put you off somewhere? Like, that's not going to happen. It's for the
0: uh, survival of humanity. I would uh, put aside any hubris or hurt feelings that Picard
1: might feel. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and bring in... But how much time did they really have here? Like, what, what what's the time period? I thought they said three and a half hours to get back to Earth. Like, we're not talking, like, days here where they could make decisions. No, and, they only okay. had a couple change hours. Of, I don't want like to long,
0: but it just... To take the Enterprise out of it is ridiculous, and especially to
1: take...
4: Well, uh, not only get, that, but what's interesting uh, is they Starfleet sends a message basically saying that they've engaged the Borg, and they're like, but you're not going. And then they defy it and go anyway, and they show up and the battle's still going on. Like, how the fuck did that
0: happen? Like, just, it should be oh, over man. by now. They, like, they were more effective in this fight.
4: Well, they, they've learned how to deal with things a little bit better, but I guess, but...
2: I like, though, in this movie that they they set up that Starfleet has made the decision that he is not to be there. Right. And that they near the end of the movie, they it's borne out that that's the correct decision. Yeah. He almost screwed everything up. He needed Lily to tell him what to do. Which yeah, is literally why?
4: the worst fucking character in this whole movie. I hate Lily. <laughs> what? Uh, Lily is terrible. I, I think Lily terrible. Are,
3: all right. I, I was saying to Dave that I think maybe Lily was originally written as Whoopi
0: Goldberg. And I with, thought she
1: was Crusher was originally. Mo- Especially with, 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 no, I she actually, with. I something about in, it being Crusher. In the Captain Ahab scene, I think that was originally written as Crusher. I think I read that once. Oh, that's fine. No, no, no. I yeah. read something similar. Yeah. 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 yeah.
4: It, 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 I did, the whole Lily thing was an after. It was like something that happened after.
0: I think she's great in she it. It wasn't movie. in the first draft uh, uh, of
4: the script, from what I understand.
0: Al- Alfred Woodward, who plays
4: Lily, I think is. is I great. thought she was
3: fantastic too. I mean, she's I'm not deep saying
4: deep. she's a, a terrible actress or anything like that. She's fine. I just do not like the character, and every scene with her in it in this fucking movie is worse because of it.
1: I and don't I'm think. Sorry,
4: so. that's just how it is. I don't think At least so. I don't, uh, but that's okay. I
1: I disagree, but actually, hey. there's
4: one. There is one scene where she's basically giving. It's near. It's near the end of the movie, and she's giving Picard guff. And she's basically. I think it actually is the Captain Ahab scene, and that is good. I will say that she's like, you know, what are what, you know, That's basically, you can, you can see the rage in her eyes. But the whole like her walking around with Picard half the time that
2: was fucking terrible. You don't like
3: that when they're in the Hollow Suite, and she's no. like,
2: I think you got him. The Hollow Sweet oh, movie was terrible. My favorite yeah, line of Earth is when she just looks at him and goes, "I'm sorry, it's my first ray gun." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, there's a lot of great. Like, I, what I do like about this movie is that it, it breaks up in a lot of parts. Like, I think that holodeck scene breaks things up. I think that the That's um, actually
4: one thing I don't like about this movie is that the pacing is just all over the
0: place. Well, they're going back and forth between like what Picard's doing on the ship and what Riker and Jordy and all of them are doing on on the planet. Well, they have to, right? Right, they have and to. so I get that's. That's sometimes hard on the pacing, but it all kind
1: of comes That's what I love there. about Star Trek is the A and the B story. Like, that's yeah. what I love.
4: Right, it, right. But two movies ago, we were on Undiscovered Country where the pacing was nonstop good. It was always, okay. the pacing was perfect in that movie. And then we yeah, got Generations cool. where the pacing wasn't that good. Uh, mm. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't that This good. is better.
0: This has more pacing. I don't that. think
4: this is better pacing. I think Generations has better pacing than this movie. Uh, this movie is yeah. definitely a better movie, though.
3: Um, I would say that I think that um, first contact did the best of what the, sh- the TNG show did and put it into a movie. I don't think Generations is yes. more of um, uh, you know an homage piece to to you know to passing the torch is literally that movie. Yeah. Um, this movie is more like the best they could they, they storyline they ever had really with TNG, which was best of both worlds. Probably it's the most iconic. It's the most. This iconic.
4: is this is the best TNG movie, and it represents TNG the best for
3: sure yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure and it's a it's like i was saying to dave that it's basically a horror movie this movie like if you like the way like the, yeah. to, like there's certain scenes where uh when the yeah. Borg are first uh assimilating people on it, at the beginning of the uh like when they're taking over the ship uh the one girl like comes up with jeffrey's tube and then she turns to the camera and then like she, she, just screams, she, just, yeah. she just screams yeah screams there's ah! a whole whole. There's a whole bunch of horror elements.
4: Well, there's the scene with Crusher and the sick bay, and they're fucking hammering on the door, and they're making like fish yeah. marks in the door. Yeah, stuff like that. Which I can't believe that they make shitty doors like that in the future, but apparently, that's an issue. Like, yeah. how, how how do those doors bend that easily? Like, come on.
1: And didn't Worf, when he turned into like primordial Worf, remember with uh, the Barclay disease, didn't he like pry them open to get in the sick bay? Remember yeah. that episode? The relative uh, strength the of, uh, of,
0: of, of sliding doors on Star Trek yeah. is,
1: uh, you know, not consistent.
4: It's, also, it's, it's definitely that's something that needs to be addressed. I'd also like <laughs> to talk about the title of the movie because the
3: fact that it's called First Contact and not called like Star Trek Borg or you know, just the, from a marketing perspective, most people that even like Star Trek probably don't even really knew what like First Contact was going into the movie. Uh, no, you know, but
0: they, they marketed this movie um, as just this was the Borg. Right. Uh, no, right. It's called. First well, contact. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I don't well, know. I
4: don't to, 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 yeah, to Jeff's point though, the 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 title of the movie does not portray anything to do with the Borg. No,
0: it's
4: okay. no, that's okay. Like you wouldn't even know if you didn't see the the actual like movie poster for this movie, you would never know what this movie is really about.
1: Yeah, if you're, you're not a fan, title. just from the like, title. Obviously, title.
4: we knew. We knew at first contact was well, it's about it. it's Borg talked about all the time. Contact. Yeah, it's talked that's about right. all the time in Star Trek. So if you're but a fan, you obviously know.
3: But. Just from a marketing perspective, they, they it's, Star Trek always did this, where it seems to anyway, where they'll do they, in their movie something that isn't necessarily really super relevant yeah. to the movie, but it works. Like it makes like yes, first contact's very relevant to to the, to this movie, but the movie's ultimately about the Borgs trying to stop first contact. So they didn't call it Star Trek
2: stopping first contact. <laughs> or, you know, you know what I mean? Well, like
4: on think, on think about insurrection, right? I insurrection, think
2: that's a huge plot hole too is would the board really go back and try to stop first contact? Like is that no. that yeah. what they would they'd be like, oh this didn't work. Let's go back in time and well
0: if, if they were the I would hope like, that they would be a little smarter about it and they're like, why don't we go back in time where we can't be seen by the Enterprise? And uh and and they'll never be able to stop us. But they yeah. did, it but was it, almost like they were go they were baiting the Enterprise. You well,
4: have to remember them. though technically they did go back in time before first contact. Because they saw the planet turn into a Borg related planet in front of their eyes. So you assume that they probably went down like when it was really, you know, industri- industrial pre industrial age, you know, when it was really easy to take over the planet. Right? So you probably that probably would happen. We don't actually they didn't technically go after Z- Zephyr and or anything to do with that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. No, they <laughs> shot at him and then yeah. they went back in time. Well, they, they went were, back in time. They, were, they, already back.
0: they were already back in
4: time. Yeah, but that wasn't the... But when you think about it, is that really the... We don't know for sure that that was the actual thing. They ended up following them through that. But they could yeah. have went before that even. Timeline. They can go back and forth you in time all the time.
1: To argue about time. Yeah. We don't have, have the time. The time.
4: Freaking Deanna Troy and her one line that was decent... <laughs> She was good in this movie. because Yeah, drunk. when she was drunk. Drunk yeah. Troy is the best Troy. Drunk Troy, Troy is the only good Troy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, I mean, I'll take a... No, but what I'm saying, Jane, is that, yeah, that we saw them attacking, obviously, the base where Zephyr and Conklin yeah. was. Uh, but in reality, even if that didn't work, they could just go back even further if
1: they wanted. Like, oh, think, yeah. That's, that's probably time travel.
0: have time travel technology... They, they have. They could even do this over again, and the Enterprise wouldn't be able to stop them.
4: So yeah. This is what bothers me about Star Trek is because they throw that in because this should have been called Star Trek, first coincidence, I'm... because <laughs> that's probably what it is. Uh, but, well, let's be honest, almost all of them are coincidental. But anyway, you know, obviously mo- most movies are. Um, but what I'm saying is like they could, at any point in time, like if if it's so easy for the Enterprise to fucking do this, or at least understand it how yeah. come they can't go back and take off the board before it's an issue you know like
1: so, wait, time you gotta just, let whole time time thing go, just not out. overthink it it is what it and, is you know we had
4: it in generations as well you know
0: yeah. anything with the time travel we we, we don't have, it's like she said time all time the next
4: gen movies travel. for the most part are all about cheating death <laughs> or you that's what they're all about <laughs>
3: Well yeah, well the generation certainly was and this one this one's more about trying to go insurrections,
4: insurrections about the fountain of youth, basically.
3: Yeah. Yes.
4: Uh, and um, what's his name is about
3: Nemesis. It, Nemesis is
4: about basically dealing with a younger version of himself.
3: It's a idea. Um, yeah. and then, but wow. this movie's not about being a younger version of yourself. No. This, no, this, movie,
4: this has time travel in it.
3: It has time travel, but it this movie's more about like the Borg trying to stop humans from i think uh, to your point before i was thinking about this that i do feel like when the federation blows up the cube at the beginning of the movie and picard says you know aim at this specific spot then the sphere comes out of the, uh, uh, you know and then they create the temple wake and then they go back in time i feel like the sphere of the borg was like this last ditch effort just to fuck with with picard or just to, like they were just like all right, we're gonna go do this. Like, I think they were self-destructive. Like, like you, so, you were saying
4: before. L- let me ask you this: If Picard knows where to aim on a fucking cube, why didn't they already know that?
1: I mean,
0: like, like his
4: holy guy had before. to have been fucking debriefed at one point or another. No, he only
1: maybe, he, maybe I, it just I, happened right then and there that he realized it because you hear yeah. he hear something true. or something in his brain, and then he's like, "Fire there!" Like he didn't know ahead of time.
3: That's what I think. I, I think they they give us the point that in this movie, multiple times, where Picard just like sits, sits back and he goes, "The Borg." Yeah, well, they presented that Picard
0: has some kind of connection to the Borg, still uh, psychic connection. I, I don't know, you know, and like most Borg that we've seen that have been freed from the collective, have some of their implants left in. Now, from what we can tell, Picard has none of his implants, but maybe we just can't see them. So we're led to believe that he is somehow telepathically, psychically connected to them. And, and this well, gives him this ability to the, fight. My the
4: fan theory is that when he got assimilated, it screwed up his artificial heart. And apparently that has something to do with his mm. his ability.
1: But he wasn't fully assimilated. He was like half assimilated, right? No, he was, he was fully, assimilated. Fully, fully, no, I don't know, no. How do you have be really? half
0: assimilated?
1: Uh he's fucking
4: it. laser in his head, Jane. Okay, it's like from laser in his
1: head and pale skin. He didn't down arm, down he down didn't do his arm didn't. he wasn't wearing the suit. He wasn't like they, he was half. He was he was still kind of thinking more than being a full drone. It was still Picard. He was, he wasn't he was, a complete drone. I think they he was kept, still
4: post-op post at this point. <laughs> because,
3: I don't know. No, Jane's right because that's they explained this at the end of the movie where the the queen and uh Picard are talking to each other and Picard says you wanted to make me like." Like this partner in crime with you, I, to be like this representation of humanity for the Borg or something, and like like, like yeah, he was different liaison, yeah. So he was uh, liaison,
1: Jane, yeah.
3: Jane is actually correct that Picard was like this. Um, oh, he he was still
4: Picard, and he was assimilated. So he so still, they, they kept him a little bit more human. Yes. Yeah.
1: So that was easier well, for him. you saw him
4: suffering when they were doing the implants and stuff when he was assimilated, right? Like
1: you oh, saw yeah, him crying yeah,
0: yeah. and all that Are shit. Are we yeah. really debating whether or not Picard was assimilated?
1: Fully, hundred percent assimilated is the debate. What percentage of okay, assimilation? Well, I, I don't think it matters. He was all assimilated, right. but he,
3: they're like they explain at the end of the movie. Like the Queen talks about, how, like they, he he calls her and he's like, "You wanted to make me this like liaison, like he was not just a drone." And then yeah, he's a
0: hybrid
1: yeah he's a hybrid yes
0: it's a hybrid he's a hybrid borg it doesn't
4: and if if the Borg is so smart okay if the borg is so smart as a collective which let's be honest that's how they're portrayed they're portrayed as smart individuals for the most part or at least a smart collective why is the queen there you don't send your first command into the first battle of any military operation
1: true
4: so you would think out of all these like that just doesn't make any sense either like the, the queen, whole queen being in this just drives me nuts too the
3: queen is is like like she she comes back in voyager she's not actually there like she's she's just like there's multiple queens there's probably been like 30 queens or who oh, like she
1: said we're thinking three-dimensional terms
3: yeah
1: so, yeah but ultimately it looks like she died but did she really die at I the end you know she's who back knows back yeah yeah she's not dead. yeah she's like, back in voyager different actress but still the queen Right. Oh, okay. So,
4: uh, <laughs> oh, we can talk about the movie.
0: Can we talk now? Or are we not trying to debate how much assimilation he? <laughs> can, went I can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Uh, okay. So, I'm just gonna get to the point. They're back in time, and they blow up the, the sphere. But you know, and so they think that the Borg are neutralized, and they realize I feel like that cause
4: they already shot and killed part of the installation,
0: where Zephyr yeah. is. We see them firing at the thing and. They don't put it together as fast as you would think, but but then they go, what's the date? Okay, it's 2063. They're stopping first contact. And we don't, as the fans, as the audience, we don't quite know what this means. Okay, uh, I, have a,
3: exactly. I, have a, I have a question about that. Okay, so he says, okay, first when they first come to the Temple Rift, he says uh, the uh, approximate year is like mid-21st century, okay? And then he goes, the date, what's the exact date? How do they know what the exact date is? There's Start no investigation done. I mean, is it just com- the computer? Yeah, the
4: computer figures out where all the stars are. You can figure out from the stars,
2: so uh. all
3: that. Oh well, okay. I mean, the yeah, because he does say astroma- uh, astrometric readings, yeah. he, yeah. it, he doesn't give an exact date. Of the, uh, r- well, you anchorage. assume
4: they they can tell based on the brightness of the stars where they are, all that stuff. Vision. Yeah, he does, stars like have are a, still there?
0: Uh, he does an unthorough scan first. He goes based on the the radio. It's- it has
4: been explained before. The radiation in like the atmosphere, pandemic, i think say so. about
0: 10 years after the First World or Third World War. Third World War, yeah. You know, it's they more say, of an
4: estimate, though. They didn't know the exact date.
0: They were firing at a missile complex in Montana, and it takes – I'm surprised it takes them all this long to put it together, but, you know, whatever. We don't know because the audience this, – this is a new concept. Now, Zephyr Cochran was a character that was introduced in the original series – uh, you know, and he marries uh, a big ball of electricity in that episode of energy. But um, for those who haven't seen it, uh, but that's much uh, that's later after these events have happened, right? So Zephyr Cochran was the name I knew uh, from that, but and he had been re- referenced as the inventor of warp drive. But this is the first time he had been played since the original series. And, uh, I guess we get the we get the um, the whole uh, Cochran and Lily on the planet, right, before even the the missiles start firing because.
4: Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're they're in the bar just before they're in the night. bar
0: before actually they start getting the missiles. And she's out.
4: trying to get him out of the bar because he's already loaded. And he's like, "Let's go have another drink, Lily."
0: Right? Is this all on the same night? Yes. So, like after the attack, he kept drinking. He came back to the bar and kept drinking with Troy later on. Oh, that I don't know. It must I be because the meant the
4: attack and the bar. The whole movie day. has to
0: take place in like thirty six <laughs> hours or something, mm-hmm. yeah, or less. Well,
4: uh, yeah, because he's supposed to be doing his first
0: flight the next day. Yeah. The next morning he's going up in like at eleven a.m. the next which morning, which doesn't so,
4: make yeah. sense because the next morning, Barkley and all them are running around getting shit done. Right. So you can't tell me that they had everything all ready to go after that.
1: At one point, Picard said, "We have to get this done within forty-eight hours." So it kind of was like, "Oh, yeah, forty-eight hours." Know.
0: So anyway, yeah. it's yeah. a time don't travel know. movie. We not have time to argue about the time, like Troy said. But um, but you know, I so I when I thought about it, I'm like, okay, 2063, and uh, we're you know, that's only forty. Three years from now. So I'm like, these, these two people would be alive. They would be like, uh, Zephyr Cochran would be like 20 right now, right? Or something. Mm-hmm. Like something
4: like that. like that. And it was like... He's oh. not real, Dave. He's a character. Um,
0: yes. What does this uh, matter? Fuck off! I'll f- talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs>
1: So Picard, how much is this simulated? 100 percent, 75 percent?
2: You just do that to piss me off. You're just so jolted now. You're like, oh. well, every week you're like,
0: who cares? I don't want to talk about that. Maybe I don't want to talk about something
4: I you know, want to talk it's about. Get you, it's, so get it's, going. It's, yeah, I apologize, like, Dave. I didn't mean to offend you. Okay. <laughs> um,
0: let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I don't even know
2: where I am. Do you want to leave this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, Dave.
4: Oh. He's so jolted.
1: Yeah. 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 I got him. So it's a great movie. Yeah. Great movie.
2: Great movie. Great
1: movie. <laughs> great movie. <laughs> you get All right.
4: All right. Anyway, he he would have been around twenty now, Dave. What was your point?
0: Well, why is he into Ooby Dooby?
4: Why does well, he, he like? Yeah, well, that's
3: a good question. Why does he like old Western music? Like, Roy Orbison, uh, or, yeah, Roy Orbison and stuff. Like well,
1: some people like like clothes, classic classical music Are right he, now, like he, Mozart. Why like the seventeen hundreds? Are uh, you seriously composer.
2: questioning somebody's taste in music? You don't listen to anything for someone your age. True. <laughs>
3: That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Except from Cochran. He likes the oldies. I guess it's uh, a generation or two. Yeah, I,
0: I two. hate that song though. In this whole movie, <laughs> I mean, you, you got
1: upset at song. me because
4: I.
0: They should have. upset at, at me
4: because I stopped you during that point. I might have saved you, man.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't <laughs> playing at that point. They should have uh, picked a better song though. Like I think we that that is a good flaw of this movie. That I like the Magic Carpet Ride right song that they,
0: yeah, uh, they have it. in here. Yeah, uh, this. Ubi well, we Ubi had
4: song, in the in the reboots we had Beastie Boys.
0: Yeah, I just I would have picked a different I like song. At least. It, I least. Beastie It's not even so much the age of the song; is just like I guess the recognizability of it. it was it's,
4: not enough, yeah. it's not a good Honestly, song. Honestly, I didn't know that was Roy Orbison.
0: No idea. No, neither did I. I mean, neither neither neither. I just neither. thought it was something they made up for the movie. Yeah, me too. I thought it was just like yeah. royalty. Why did they get this royalty-free music to put in here? This yeah. generic rock and roll music. Like but,
4: you literally telling me that that's Roy Orbison. I didn't fucking know that till just now.
0: I didn't know so, if I looked it up. Yeah, I was like, "What?" Is I'm like
4: actually that? kind of disappointed now because of that.
0: <laughs> uh, right. I don't so, mind Roy Orbison. Some of the stuff. So after they destroy the the sphere, they kind of figure it out. Then uh, they, they say uh, 21st century civilian clothing, and so Picard and Data and Crusher and a few others. They all go down first and they kind of find the carnage in the wake of this Borg attack. Uh, it's um, they eventually find Lily. She's uh, shooting at Data with the machine gun and he drops down and goes Greetings, and uh, all that <laughs> stuff. Um, and, and there's all those scenes like where, you know, they touching the warp ship or the, the you know Zephron Cochrane's ship and it's no more real to me captain than it was a moment ago. And
3: yeah. I want to talk I, about this
0: part. Real I part.
2: love this scene. I just I turned to Ashley yesterday, and I was like, "Could you imagine shooting somebody like that?" And they turn around, and they're not—they're not only not hurt; they're not even mad. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like,
4: yeah, that would be. But funny. but if you if he reacted in a different way, Lily wouldn't appreciate it as much. I think.
2: No, I just—it's like she was, she instantly like well, she ended
4: up just passing out, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah,
0: like, yeah oh. she's got the radiation poisoning, so they got to take her up to the ship because uh, she—I guess she's got the worst of any of them. And um, you know, and there's no no lectures about the Prime Directive. I'll keep her sedated, but it's not too long after this that. Uh, uh, well, first we see that those engineering guys, uh, that the people that Jordy left in charge, get assimilated, and then uh, the horror movie. We kind of realize that the Borg are on the ship, and. And, and Picard is getting his psychic in, inclinations, and he knows, and he calls up. He goes, what's going on? And Wart's like, not much, you know, like, what happens some problems with the environmental control? No biggie. He's like, I'm coming right now. Uh, and he gets, um, they, they, they get up there. You know, and now he goes, I gotta bring Data. Riker, you deal with this. Yeah, yeah, he leaves <laughs> Riker behind. He goes, Riker, you got this This down here. I'm going, and he, why does he want to bring Data? He just can't go in here without Data, because he can't really do much without Data. Well,
4: he's a frail old man. <laughs>
0: so, Gotta bring
4: his, he's got to bring his muscle with him.
0: Right. And uh, they say, well, what was going on? Tell me exactly what was going on, Worf, before uh, you lost uh, contact with Deck 16 or whatever. And he's like, well, uh, there was, uh, it's getting hotter. And he say,
2: 39.1 degrees Celsius.
1: 39.1 degrees Celsius.
2: Wow, like a bulk ship.
0: Yeah, uh, that's hot. 39.1 degrees Celsius for Americans out there is how like... How does this
4: degrees. ship not notice that there's extra bodies on it? Yeah, I also wonder how many with Borgs... With all the sensors they have and everything, how does it not know
0: there's something going
4: on? And
1: they have dampeners on their bodies and their shields, perhaps? I don't know.
0: It's, Who knows? I, I just don't know. I I want I kind of wonder how many Borgs they started off with, because they, they assimilate over half the ship in like a few hours, right, as this movie goes on. I'm like, well, they, they start- said
4: that they, they didn't they scan the uh, didn't they scan the sphere just before it went in? And they're like, there's like
0: four life forms or something? No.
1: but I thought uh, they did. Not sure. I
0: don't remember um, that. I don't remember so. that. Oh,
1: okay, I could be wrong.
0: No, but like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But like, I guess the queen and a handful of drones got over from the sphere. And so they, you know, one by one, they start assimilating the crew members. And I, I guess they, you know, they turn off the heat. I, this is a new thing also with the Borg that they hadn't really introduced is that the Borg like it's sweaty. Uh, and you know we see that uh, I guess it just to make them it
4: keeps the lube warm keeps the
1: lube warm don't electronics generally not want it hot like in a server room you want to keep it cold
3: I'll tell you why they did it was to make the the characters have to wear less clothing so you know, when they're shooting all day and they don't have to wear those freaking hot heavy fucking uniforms Especially the ones you don't, you dislike the ones with the, you know, the carpet ones on, on the sharpie. I
4: love those ones.
1: Oh, I don't like them
3: at it's, all. They're
4: some of my favorite ones.
3: Dave hates them. He cannot. Say I like,
4: it. I like yeah. the uniform, which I think is this one, if I'm not mistaken, where it's all gray for the most part, and then yeah. just this part here is colored. Right. Yeah. And then they got the. I don't like the collar. The color stupid.
0: Yeah, we can talk about like the new updates. Yeah, like so, like the, the like the uniforms are new. Um, the. Enterprise E is obviously very new, um, and Jordy doesn't have his visor anymore. He's got,
4: uh, which they pop- don't explain.
0: Really, no. they
4: just kind of yeah. show him with it out, and
0: then yeah, they teased like- it in the last movie that like he could go through a procedure to make him look more normal. Um, were, like, when yeah, Soarin, but they
4: also said, you know, why would I want to be that? Basically, like he he kind of shunned it
0: off, didn't he? I guess Soren got through to him with that yeah. little speech.
4: You know, Soren literally did manipulate him in more ways than one.
0: Yeah, it's not, a, I don't know, like, I, I'd say that of those three things, the thing with Jordy has no visor bothers me the least. Um, I'd say that the uniforms, I never liked that much. They're fine, but I don't like that they zip up here in the front, and in some, there's some things I don't like. <laughs> I like
3: that, sh- that the ship has a red floor.
0: Yes. I that's like the other that. thing I don't like about the ship, is that the ship has a red floor that's more metallic and has sort of this gradient, it makes it look more like steel, I don't like that. I think it should be more carpeted and more
2: comfortable. I uh, didn't even notice that.
1: I didn't uh, notice either. I had no I had idea.
2: It's all a No idea. I, no idea. No idea.
1: I did is,
4: notice
0: it, but it doesn't matter to me.
3: Everything's red and like burgundy in this movie. Like it all is. The There's
0: a lot burgundy for sure. Yeah, the decor is very different, and the Enterprise E, not just like the floors, but like the, just the, the design of the ship. I I don't like it as much. It's too. dark. You don't like it because it's long. It's long and dark. And hard, Uh and hard. So it's <laughs> it, it intimidates me.
1: Let it be um, long.
4: It intimidates it's me. It. I love it. Like Ballard, and
3: <laughs>
4: it's long, dark, and hard, and it intimidates me.
3: Yeah, uh, I love that.
0: That's a great line. Get your
3: book out, Ashley. Yeah, that should be written down.
0: Right. Uh Yeah, just like. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I, I know the rest of the, the group likes the Enterprise E, I guess. So I'm I do, yeah. Yeah. outlier I like here. the
1: darkness because it's a darker movie. It's more of a horror I'm movie. More, so. I'm, I'm fonder
0: of the D
2: because the D is what I grew up with. But the
4: it's E, great, I don't
2: have a problem with it. It's a great movie version of the it Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: I don't think I would have liked it if it was in the
2: show. Like if I, I had to see it all the time. The, the feel of the show. It's, it's dark because this is a darker movie a well, darker right.
4: time in Starfleet
0: as well I think yeah But also this is the beginning of like the Dominion War is also going on right so yes. yeah
3: yeah which isn't mentioned whatsoever
0: now it's worth noting with the uniforms too that uh, when this movie hit theaters in, in December of 96 uh, d space 9 had not made that switch over to the uniform yet uh, that didn't no. come until a few months later um, and uh, so these events don't correspond directly with the events of the show at the time time there's, kind of, there's kind of a little bit of a like, yeah, um, they're fine. They're fine, but they're not my least favorite. But they're not. I, I think that they're too heavy-looking. Those uniforms.
4: Yeah, I so agree. So like
0: you look like you could get
4: warm in them. That's for sure. That's yeah. why they made yeah.
3: it hot, so Picard could roll around with just his. But, Picard,
0: on. he's like slowly taking his uniform off through this uh, this whole movie. Like as soon as they they realize that uh, the Borg are taking over, uh, he takes off the, the the jacket. Nobody else does, but he has the vest, and then he takes off the vest eventually, and he's just got the shirt open. And then eventually he takes the shirt off and then he's got just the tank top. Uh, and then uh, I was waiting for him to take it all off. But it didn't. You know, he the, board <laughs> it yeah, the pants
3: were coming next.
0: The pants were coming next. He was going to be going down in his little boy shorts. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, I would have paid to see that final scene with him hanging on that rope in tighty waities. Uh, that was. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Do you think there's Starfleet-issued underwear, too? Or do yeah, you, but, you just get to yeah. use your own preference?
0: No, no, you gotta wear the issue underwear. There's probably some variants. Do you think there's, like... Says Captain? Do you think
4: the pips cap? are on that, too? Like, does he have Captain underwear where he's got, like, little pips on the side? <laughs> I
3: see,
4: That's actually I know.
3: Know. If you try to think of the underwear of all four captains, you're right. Kirk, Commando. Okay? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, underwear. Underwear.
4: underwear would just slow
3: him down. Car would be tidy whities 100%. Uh, Cisco would be boxer briefs. Yeah. And then, you know, like standard, you know, panties and bra for,
1: for Janeway. But you know, well, we saw it. we saw that... Uh, Janeway Al- would have granny panties. Granny Alice panties e for
0: sure in Star Trek Into Darkness was wearing uh, Starfleet issue underwear, so...
1: Uh, okay, yeah. What about Archer? Mm.
0: We, saw, we, saw some Ar- we saw some Starfleet issue underwear. Archer, I mean, Archer, Archer wears those boxer brief things that are really, like, tight, tight. blue.
4: Yeah, they're like metallic blue.
0: So he's oh, boxer briefs.
1: Like he's a
4: boxer brief type box. Or yeah. like Seymour? What's uh, I don't know. I don't like watch Seymour at all. Do we ever see Cisco in underwear? Probably not. You see him no. in shorts.
0: We you see him we in see, shorts. We see O'Brien he's in, his in swim trunks and shit sometimes. O'Brien got, we saw the Starfleet issue underwear, which, which uh, as I recall, attached directly to the turtleneck uh, portion.
2: I can't believe that you remember every Star Trek character you've ever seen in their underwear. <laughs> that's amazing are you, Dave <laughs> Dave,
4: I normally I knock you for this shit but that's amazing I mean, did you the n-
3: n- didn't know it
4: did the, n- the, the fact n- that, that you n- know or? that is amazing
3: there are things he does there there are starts of questions he doesn't know and I go how do you you know this but you don't know that
0: <laughs> like what what do I
3: know there's things <laughs> what you
0: know, so I know.
3: <laughs> I'll, I'll learn it if I don't
0: know it already I read the wiki Now, um, just uh We we're at the part where the EMH cameo happens, uh, which I loved. Everyone when I was in, I remember seeing this in theater when he showed up and he goes, "State the nature of your medical emergency." uh, And Crusher like curses the thing before she activates. She's like, "I would never use one of these things. Turn it (laughs) on.
4: Swear I'd never use this." Right?
0: Uh, He's like, "Perhaps you like an analgesic cream." Um, (laughs) It's just just great that the whole theater roared back in '96 when he came out uh You know, so it was. I don't was... know if I'd go that far, but yeah,
4: I saw this in the theater.
0: Were you in the same screening as I was? Probably not. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you go on opening night, Jody? I did go opening night. Did Dave go on opening? Night? I
4: didn't. I went to the second showing opening night.
0: Were you at Silver City? I was. Was he when it was famous eight before it was famous twelve? I'm sorry. Oh, you missed that part of the podcast where we talked I about the what back... you Just said the, the Silver City Theater. Yeah. It used to have eight screens.
4: That's right. And they added four more. Yeah, it was only eight screens back then. Yeah, I
0: know. I was telling them earlier. Oh, okay. History, history was... Well, two history of us know that, in, I guess.
3: Cinema. <laughs> it's
2: very important. There's <laughs> a whole bunch of people on the internet going, today, what so does it matter? You're telling us. Yeah, no, I, I, saw it.
4: I saw the second screening. The first screening was at 5.30. The second one was at 7. I saw the 7 o'clock.
2: Uh, so the,
0: yeah,
4: and I remember good. having a big Borg cup. Oh... It had uh, the Queen on one side, and it had, like, uh, a bunch of, like, little tiny Shadow Borgs, and then it had Picard on the other side.
0: Yeah, and they still have that inflatable pool toy hanging from the the ceiling. They do, actually, yeah. (laughs) Going up there. I got to put a picture of that. But, um, yeah, so then, like, the movie starts to really kick into maybe more of an action movie at this point, I guess, because it's, like, Data Wharf and Picard and a bunch of, like, security officers all getting their their guns. They're like, we're going to have 12 shots at most. And they kind of unveil their plan. Their plan is to breach that plasma thing in, in the engineering, which is going to liquefy all the organic uh, material, and that's how we're going to get rid of the boar. Because if we if we take away their biological components, they'll just be a ball balls of metal and mush. They won't be able to do nothing. Um, and then we also get the whole uh, drunk Troy scene, which we've talked about quite a bit already. But I just love my drunk Troy. Um, I'm
4: sure you have a clip. do criticizing my counseling technique. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only movie that Troy didn't irritate the shit out of me in, but she still managed to do it. Yeah. But there was which... that brief brief time where I'm like, oh, Troy's actually not bad, and then it goes to bad Troy again.
3: But when? When is it going to buy a Troy in this movie?
4: Anytime you see her, pretty much, as bad Troy.
3: No, oh, she's funny in this movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, she's pretty good in this. I, got I, I, it's probably her best I, performance.
4: I uh, think Marina Sirtis as an actress can be a very good actress, uh, not in these movies. <laughs> but she is not like she really has much to do in right. these movies. But just anyway. the whole like when she finds
0: Zaphon Cochrane she's like, "It's don't go criticizing my counseling techniques," and he's nuts, and he wouldn't. Uh, and she'd be trying to keep her. The drunk hands scene off.
4: was okay, I guess, but it certainly wasn't my favorite scene in the movie by any stretch. Right. You know, and
0: uh, yeah, I, 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 I love, love
4: James Cromwell and I don't really like him in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I
3: w- yeah. I wish they had casted somebody uh, yeah, um, somebody different.
4: I, yeah. I'm glad that they did get him though, because really he was you know, he is Zephyron Cochran to me. Like yeah. he is. For so now he is.
0: Like at the time he's nothing like the original guy who played Zephyr Cochran no. oh. Uh no. so he,
4: But they, they, they brought him back like... for Enterprise as
1: well. They don't look so like who would have made him. a better Zephyr Cochrane? Which actor? anyone come to mind anyone like from the time or now uh from the time or now whenever i don't
0: know from the
4: time
3: know. who would have been a good zefram cochran um that's a good How question you know? no, too, no too mainstream like <laughs> you know who would have been cool somebody like matthew mcconaughey would have been cool.
1: yeah i need to invent warp drive to keep out i can see him these borgs more bad guys he'd be like yeah uh Uh, We're gonna
4: go like uh, hit warp speed. Uh, It's gotta be someone
1: damaged. (laughs) Imagine
3: Matthew McConaughey. What? You want me to fly a warp machine? All right,
4: all right. (laughs) All right, all right. right. Let's let's um, get into this missile and let's get her. Robert Downey
1: Jr. Robert Downey Jr. He was in prison. He was in prison prison at this point. He was busy at this point. Yeah, he was not available. (laughs)
0: I actually, I don't mind Zefram Cochran in this movie, aside from the fact of, of the Ooby-Dooby stuff, which is not the, the actor's fault. The <laughs> um, <doobie> stuff.
3: <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. It's, I don't know. They need to, I don't know, to make
4: him seem a little bit more relatable. I, I've, I, I think they tried, but there's something wrong with Zefram like, Cochran's character. They obviously were, well, they were writing him to make him look like a dick because they wanted everybody to have such a high standard for him and then to realize that he's not really... The guy that everybody expected him to be, I get that, but it's this. The character isn't very lovable. Like he, he's a lot more lovable later on in the movie than he is when you first meet him. Yeah. Like even the whole Barkley scene with him is just oh, Barkley's terrible to begin with, but
3: <laughs> Jordy's
4: worse. Jordy is worse. This is the only movie that Jordy didn't get a uh, fucking abducted though. That's true. He's always getting
0: abducted. Yeah, that's
4: that guy's true. got terrible, terrible timing.
0: Uh, yeah, so we get this whole juxtaposition between everything with Zefram Cochran, and then we go back, we keep going back to the ship, and it's, like, grim, dark. They're running from the Borg. And the next sequence is, like, what Data turns off is, like, a motion chip, right? Because he's feeling anxiety, or Picard tells him to turn it off. Um, Lock and load. Right? And so they're, like, lower <laughs> your weapons. They'll ignore us until we not. But until they pull that manual release, the Borg then eventually, like, kick in, right? And, like, they start going after them. Uh, and And this whole, like, don't let them touch you uh and let's we get that this is like the first scene where we see that the borg how fast they can assimilate you right because before then it hadn't been portrayed this way the whole like assimilation tubules are introduced in this sequence and how intimidating these borg are and that they're more like physically. this is the first
4: time we've seen this really i didn't know yeah
0: that. Yeah. yeah Barkley is terrible jim edelson
4: i agree 100 percent
2: only if he can spell it it's not yeah so. yeah it's not He's good. not even good enough to spell it right. Like That's right. He's the worst. Who cares how his name is spelled? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Do you want
0: Marley to call Broccoli? Are you like those bullies on the Enterprise who we're what? calling him Mr. Broccoli? Reg! 100%. It's Reg, though. He's Reggie. Reggie!
1: Ugh.
2: <laughs> he, was he was terrible. He was terrible
4: in Voyager too. I'll take Red oh, over uh, worst. Why is he in so much? I'll take yeah. Red <laughs> over. Uh, <laughs> he's like Jordy. Why is he in so much?
3: Over Crusher. I over. love
4: LeVar Burton too. Like he's LeVar Burton is an amazing, amazing person. But it's just uh, I. Uh, Jordy I'm, not is so, I'm not so character. down.
0: I'm not so down on Barkley as the rest of you. But um, I like but. just. Like just the whole scare, and then they grab Data, right? They they they, they yes. kidnap Data in this whole sequence. We get the Borg vision, like seeing through the eyes of a Borg, which is all weird. <laughs> which is really and- not
1: great vision. They should no. uh, improve their camera uh, Jeff Mater. what did he
4: say? Jeff Mater's interest is off the charts because it looks like Jeff's like doesn't care about this. He's like facing <laughs> the wrong way, and he's like he's like just like. Bah, 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 bah. You know I'm just waiting to have something to say because yeah, he's got to chime in. He's waiting to chime in. Was like Kevin. Are you waiting for me
0: to get to a specific part of the movie?
4: No, I just no. like
0: he's only adding when he needs to add.
4: Yeah, uh, he's it's... like Kevin, Kevin only jumps in when he needs to jump in. So, when that guy, like gets... when he said, Barkley's the worst, it's true. Yeah.
0: When, it's, when, when that guy gets <laughs> assimilated by or gets, gets the uh the tubules, right? And and uh and Picard he goes, Captain, help, right? And, and Picard just phasers him uh like that was like a pretty shocking moment i thought is i first saw,
1: especially for an xb which uh picard is to just go ah eh, you were you're killed yeah Can't well, be brought back. Early, like, remember oh. though
4: he's he's experienced this i know he's like you know what it's paper? like to
0: be assimilated uh jeff's not like silent bob i'd say that's more like Kevin. i wouldn't I'd agree say, that i would think Kevin kevin's part. more like silent bob i think yeah
3: i'm more like dante
4: dante no your brother is more like dante anyway (laughs) (laughs) edelson's got no love for me though apparently (laughs) let's kick him out of this thing see what he says next uh Um... he's gonna be like fuck you jody anyway (laughs) wouldn't be the first time i've been told that today even
0: all right, uh, we get the introduction <laughs> of the Borg Queen not too far after this, um, where we hear a voice at least, where is like, "You won't be able
2: to break the encryption codes." And but, but, so we start- Wait, do We all love this entrance of the Borg Queen, no. when she comes down. Like, yeah, okay. I incredible. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Do you like that? Yeah, I love really, it. I at like the time, it, it was considered oh, amazing. It was amazing. I
4: oh, it was like that. uh,
3: that's
4: yeah. all then, I, I remember up. is in the in the theater when I was watching it. I remember one person go, "Oh shit, it's her!" That's all he said. (laughs) Like the the movie was like everybody was dead silent in the theater, and one guy's like, "Oh shit, it's her!" That's all he said. It might have been you. It It might have been you, Dave. I don't know. I didn't know you back then. (laughs) You would have been young though.
1: But Uh, we didn't know her. Like she was brand new at that point.
4: I was no, but. But I guess the guy was insinuating that, like, you know, she's the one in charge, kind of thing.
1: Oh shit, it's her. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Yeah.
0: The whole idea of a board queen, I get it. Like, I'm, i have gotten used to it now. Like, I, I didn't love it at the time, but the
3: Borg like, are a I metaphor mean. for like bees, right? So it makes sense yeah, that they drones, would like...
0: bees, hive mind. It all works for sure. Yeah, it, they're it's... like ants, basically. Yeah.
4: It's no, like bees.
0: bees. They're like bees. bees. They have a nest.
4: Like, all right? Colony. Colin. That's not true, but anyway. I didn't see my name at all, but anyway. <laughs> so uh, I, love you. I love you, Edelson. So for a Borg queen, it made a lot of sense.
0: Right. Yeah, so so that, then then I they kind words. of break everything down to Cochran, they, Riker, Troy, LaForge, they show him in the telescope. Hey, there's the Enterprise. We can't call the ship. We don't know
2: why. What uh, kind
4: of foolery is this?
2: And
1: you people, you're all astronauts.
2: Some sort of, some Star,
1: sort Trek. of Trek. Some some Star,
2: Star Trek. Some kind of Star Trek.
0: It's so one of the only times Star Trek is said uh, as a line in any of the movies, uh, and then mm. I think it's like—is it Geordi and Riker look at each other when he says that, or something like that? It's like almost oh, like you should have said that. It's, like said it's almost Trek
4: like a fourth wall it. kind of thing.
0: Yeah, right. yeah.
3: yeah,
4: almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like
3: if they said Star
4: Sailors, if they said somebody
3: said we're on, we're in a Star War in Star Wars or something like that, I think everybody would be like, "Oh God, it's a little on the nose, don't you think?" <laughs>
0: you got an opinion on the Borg Queen. Uh, the Borg Queen is dumb. I liked it when we all thought it was just a mindshare. I see, like, I like that better as a science fiction concept. Uh, although it's more I,
4: interesting I, when you don't think there's one person controlling it
0: all. Right. So it makes the yeah. Borg more villainous, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, I agree. You know,
4: yeah. You know, versus more. That's versus a very Borg good point, player. Jim Edelson.
0: But the whole thing, you know, also, like, the Borg are very much like the Cybermen from uh, Doctor Who and. Um, uh, you know, like it's not, its not. I don't know. I guess this makes them different than in that way uh, mm. than, than those characters. Than
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They, the Borg were way scary to me in the beginning. Like, eventually they just became well, Voyager. Uh, uh, them, but yeah, it's uh, they, they Well, so next gen. I don't know. But just, the Borg, the
0: Borg, the Borg are so scary in this movie. And by the end of Voyager, you're like, whatever. Voyager.
1: Yeah. Always defeats them. Yeah. So who yeah, cares, yeah.
0: right? It's like, um.
4: Now where we
1: don't need to talk about Voyager, do we? No. I love Voyager. No, sure. Voyager, really,
4: really. Thank you, really Jim difficult. Edelson. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you.
3: So I, 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 mean, like you, Dave said. Like I think it is the this is probably the Borg at their scariest, and it's it's well done. And like the fact they don't need to be a giant. They already like the Borg Queen is part of the hive mind too. Like she, she, yeah. you know, like she. So it's not like she isn't part of the collective consciousness. She, she
0: seems is. like she's really horny. Uh, uh,
3: she's like one on the phone
1: now did you guys did anyone she here find her sexy technology. did you guys she find her sexy because nope. I asked Dave and he's like no I thought she was supposed to come off as a little sexy she's supposed to okay, be okay. Is, is, queen- queen is poor for- queen sexy for, for anybody queen is
3: man. absolutely meant to be sexy in this movie is sure. she well she looks like a lizard so it's hard to say like <laughs> she's yeah. like
4: she looks know- like
0: a slimy sweaty yeah. lizard
4: are you uh, asking me if I'm sexually attracted to a weird alien crossbreed Borg thing that looks like a lizard? The answer is no. Okay.
0: Okay. Just the checking.
1: Answer is a little bit. A little bit. My answer is a little bit too. I like, I I, like I, how Dave had to put I made, this I think her
3: up, body eh? is sexy. Like When she gets strapped in everything uh, below the things okay. that are onto I her. I have head. a problem with
4: this. <laughs> I have a problem with this. She's obviously engineered. Okay, why did they engineer breasts on her? They served her, no purpose at all to the Borg.
0: Make her sexier. Oh, is that what it was? I it's think so. to who? To, to, well,
1: to, well, to Picard to, uh, to Kevin, I guess. To Picard because they uh, wanted to enlist Picard <laughs> into their uh, collective and data. As, they is equal.
4: They, they want, they want, well, they
1: want. are equal? Yeah, to ha- so she could find a mate. Just, like, data like I had sexual that's
4: relations with Tasha Yar. Did he not? Yes. He, he, referenced that. Like, yeah. he, he doesn't care about breasts then.
0: I'm just glad he lost his virginity to Tasha Yar not to the team. <laughs> she was more of a rebound. Eight years later, whatever. Um Yeah. I don't think she's sexy in the movie at all. I think especially this whole like thirty nine point one degrees Celsius that you know that it is, it's like, okay, it's super hot, sweaty, and you're even sweatier, grosser. <laughs> whatever. i was uh,
4: surprised that they kept most of the shine off of Picard's dome. I thought that was impressive. <laughs> yeah like 39.1 degrees I, like that's hot guys the lady that's healthiest because in the, because in the future money. the americans don't overrule everything when it comes to
0: temperature yeah. now uh, we, we had... all
4: use a standardized system back in that in that timeline
0: <laughs> right we had mentioned we uh so in, in the whole thing where david gets like kidnapped uh picard also gets separated from the main group and he ends up with lily because she's kind of wandering the ship not knowing where to go And they end up together. So at first she has them sort of at at gunpoint. And then uh, later on she's like, "Uh, get me off this ship or I'm going to start pressing buttons. Uh, And so he shows her the, um, he opens up the the window and he's like, look, Australia, uh, Solomon, New Guinea, you can, you know, it's a long way down. Hold your breath. New Zealand. New Zealand, yes. Shout out to New Zealand. Uh, You can always tell when Kevin's reading the chat.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Because he's like, he just goes like this for a minute.
2: Then <laughs> he comes back. <laughs>
0: it's
4: okay, yeah, I do it too I Kevin. I don't want
2: to miss anything. I know.
0: Right. Picard and Lily, uh, I think it's a really strong part of this movie, actually. I think uh, I think yeah. that they not that I usually don't like these one off characters, human characters they introduce, but like, you know, um, she works and I think it's because there's nobody else to say these things to, to Picard, Picard in this movie. Yeah uh like the crew is just like we're gonna follow you into fire no matter what picard so uh you know i think it's it, it's important to have somebody who's gonna be an outsider kind of question his motives because the whole captain ahab the whole wounded you know the white whale metaphor is this movie that's what this movie is about and she's there yeah to, to remind him of that or to tell him that um which, yeah. you know and it works
4: i would have, i would like to do it instead personally
1: no i like lily
0: Definitely. I can't. I can't see Crusher doing those lines uh, like that either. And yeah, maybe. And he, you know, and, and so afterwards, you know, he's explaining things like how big the ship is, the economics of the future that there's no money in Star Trek. Uh, we work to feather ourselves. So he, he's selling her this like this this vision of the future that is uh, you know idealic. But then he comes, you know, you know, in moments after this, they go into the, the holodeck. And he picks a fight with the Borg, and then he, you know, obviously he shoots
2: them uh, with the machine gun.
0: Uh, That was the whole
2: plan,
1: right?
2: Yeah, I don't know why he wouldn't just say, computer, give me a machine gun. A machine gun. (laughs) And then just shoot them when they came in the door. True. No, but they had to
0: dance, and they had to kind of, like, blend in for a while. That's important. Yeah.
4: Well, I don't know if the motives when he went in was to grab a machine gun and kill them. I think the whole point was to hide from them.
1: No, I thought that's he wanted that specific scene because he knew there was a gun on the table in the box. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But then and then once he kills the the, the drones, then he uh, all of a sudden all the people are
0: gone. You know? Yeah, it's a little too abrupt. I pointed this out. They to ran James. really
1: fast. It was a
0: like we're like to believe everyone ran out of the room because of the machine gun, but like it just the way it's cut, like the it's just like there's so many people. Yeah, like
4: one second they're there, the next second they're gone. They're just yeah. not
0: there anymore. Yeah, uh, it, it, it just stuck out to me rewatching this, um, and yeah, it just like the look in his face, that he is like he has PTSD. He is he is really messed up from everything that happened before, and he's not over it. Uh, and this is eight years after or six years after those events. Um, oh, Jim is uh, saying good night. Jim, bye, Jim. Bye, Jim. Peace Great out. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Thanks. And make sure to check out Jim's podcast, Jim's Barbecue, mm-hmm.
4: Jim's
0: Jim's BBQ BBQ. pod com. All right, take stay safe, Jim. It's uh, saucy.
4: Give our love to the
0: boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, like, you know, the, the, everything works here. Uh, what we else? Oh, by the way, that that whole Ruby, that one that kisses Picard, uh, is the same person, actress who played Ruby in like the second season of Next Gen. Uh, for those who are wondering.
4: Oh, Nobody. okay.
0: The yeah. long goodbye or whatever. The long, the mm. yeah, that's right. Exactly. Uh, I actually after,
4: knew an episode off the top of my head.
0: I, I don't yeah. think we need to, to speak on this, but we have the Barkley cameo at this point in the movie after the holodeck stuff. And uh, oh. you know we all hate him, apparently. Not you. But okay, I was saying to Jeff last night Barkley comes across better than Jordy does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like, I just want to. Shake the hand of the guy who invented warp drive, and then Jordy's like, "Guess what, man? You get a statue." And I went to a high school named after you, and 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 yeah. then also Jordy. There's just-
4: definitely some fan service going on there for Jordy more and than
0: such a nerd Too, yeah, he's
3: just really, Jordy acts like, "Okay, Barkley, you go away. You're embarrassing the man." And then he he <laughs> goes on to embarrass
0: him way worse,
3: Boy.
4: way worse. Jordy's entire makeup through the show and through the movies is he's embarrassing. Like, let's be honest. He's embarrassing. He does a lot of stupid shit. He's terrible with women. Like, yeah. he's just the character itself. And it's such a shame because LeVar Burton is an amazing person. And he doesn't uh, Great humor? actor, too.
0: I'm going to I, take I, a leap. I,
4: I never liked his character that much, but I know it was written for him that way. It's not like he.
0: Yeah. Do I like Jordy LaForge because I like LeVar Burton, or do I like. I like
4: Jordy LaForge because I like LeVar Burton. I can tell yeah.
0: you that 100%. You wouldn't yeah. like Jordy if
4: it was somebody else doing the exact same character, I wouldn't like him as much.
2: Jordy is kind of lame, mm. Jordy's he's very fine, lame. though. He's not, it it's
4: is, not like he's terrible, he's not egregiously
2: bad. He's
4: fine. not like Barkley or anything. What do you like I, more, I,
3: Alana Torres or Jordy LaForge? Oh, Jordy, 100%. Jordy. Jordy. Jordy.
0: I would take a Bolana Torres.
3: I'd take Bolana Torres too. I think she had more to offer.
1: Who'd you want to hang out with for a drink? Oh, oh, I just heard Ashley. I want to hear what she says.
3: I'm just saying, as a character, which character do you like?
1: All I'm saying is Jordy LaForge where am I? Geordi LaForge has the personality of just about every real life engineer I have ever met. That's true
4: though. Yeah, you're <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. I'm
4: stereotypical. Yeah, I work with a couple. Yeah,
1: okay. it's yeah, okay. I'm okay. yeah. very
0: much like an engineer too though. Right. Just the whole way the sequence ends where he's just like, I don't have to you any leak. He's like, don't you people from the future ever go pee? And he goes, oh, leak. That's funny. And just the
2: lucky gifts, some are like Oh, that's brutal.
0: <laughs> oh, that's
2: brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. He's just a traitor of the character though. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah exactly.
3: Jordan the Forge is a dweeb, basically. Right. This right. movie
4: would have yeah, been better if there was less earth on it. If, yeah. if, it, if we had less of the Zephyrin Cochran stuff and more of the ship stuff, this movie would be better.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, that, that's that's possible. Not that the movie was terrible. But Speaking of which, when Picard gets to the bridge with Lily, then this is kind of where things really—well, uh, it's beginning of—it's before they go out on that long space walk out to the deflector dish, which, yes. uh, right. So there's a little bit of like back and forth here between you know Riker and Geordie chasing Cochrane after that, and then they're like they're clip they're they're going back and forth, but they're kind of happening simultaneously where they're trying to find Cochrane and they're also going on their zero g space walk to stop the uh, Borg because they figure out that the Borg are turning the main deflector. Into, uh, into a, a transmitter to call yeah, the okay. Borg of this of this twentieth twenty first century. They're going to
4: call them in from the old Delta Quadrant
0: contra- uh, yeah. there. Yeah, they're building a big cell phone tower on the on the Enterprise. Uh, so, I sure whatever. Okay, so they, they have to go out there. The three of them have to go out there. Lieutenant Hawk, Worf, and Picard, and
2: maybe you. She, Kevin you said this was your least favorite part of the movie? Yeah, it's boring. There's almost no dialogue in the whole thing. You're just it's just beeps and boops. It and it, it really is. Yeah, it's, it's supposed really to be it it's supposed to be really that.
4: suspenseful, but it's not. Yeah. Like it's it's only suspenseful when they get when they're starting to get caught and they're yeah. starting to walk
0: towards them. It would But even then,
4: it's not that suspenseful. If you
2: didn't know that they were going to succeed for sure. Right.
0: <laughs> well, Lieutenant Hawk
2: didn't, you know, he, he uh, you got yeah, it. Okay, Lieutenant Hawk. You no one cares about Lieutenant coming Hawk. back from a spacewalk when it's War <laughs> Picard.
3: They should have made Lieutenant Hawk and more important
2: They
3: should have made <laughs> Lieutenant Hawk more important at the beginning of the movie, or they should have given that role to somebody like Barkley and killed Barkley in that moment yeah, or something. Uh,
2: yeah, that would have been like, great. <laughs> that, <laughs> that would have really been good. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Barkley on spacewalk
4: he? after? I didn't, didn't why, why did I rewrite this movie? You should have rewrote this movie for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea, honestly. That's that's a good idea. You don't they care about Barkley.
2: Then at least it would be shocking, right? It, like, all they had to do is say,
4: like, Barkley's the one that like knows how to do the shit with the deflector disk or something, and he has to go out there to do the locks or something. That yeah, would have okay. been amazing. Yeah. You're right. That would have been
2: him an- shaking Zephyr Cochrane's Cochran's hand. Yeah, yeah,
4: he's a character that could be assimilated, we wouldn't care that much, but we care enough.
2: It so, would be shocking. We wouldn't see it coming.
4: We wouldn't see it coming. We'd be like, Holy oh, yeah. shit,
2: Barclays a Borg. It, and if you couldn't do it to it Barclay, was- I would have did it to uh
3: um uh Wesley Crusher. And just oh. brought him into this movie and fucking killed <laughs>
4: him. Wesley's like, I'll go captain, I always want to impress you and then and then when he goes out he gets assimilated, yeah. But then you didn't have awesome. to deal with You'd have to deal with like Crusher bitching and moaning about her son turned the, into a Borg. That, but well, then, then that's why that would have
3: been a good scene with Crusher giving it to Picard. Then it would have made sense if her son had died. And then she would have had all that pent up. It would have been even better
4: if Picard had to shoot him.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Picard, that moment in this movie, by the way, where Picard shoots the one guy, where he's like, "Captain, help, help!" And he just shoots him. Cold blooded
4: man. Like you're, you're the the guy that was brought yeah, back. This is it. this is a guy that knows what that is. So yeah. you kind of you have to kind of draw it off a bit, I think, on that. I get it, but like he's also a guy who's been brought back from it. And God, they gotta make a better version of this movie
0: with Bo He's Bar- like one of the only that people who has ever been freed from the Borg. Yeah, I, I I always found that a bit of a disconnect too, because yeah, like he doesn't try to save Ensign Lynch or that guy or any of no. them, right? Like he's just
2: no. like, No, I'm at war with the Borg I, and all- because at this point there's no time to save anyone. Yeah, no. there's, no, They're not going to bring they're, him to surgery to and make... start taking out implants. They're fighting for their lives.
4: Well, they're fighting for the ship and they're fighting for first contact. That's what they so need it to do. So right? either
2: shoot him now or yeah. shoot him later. You're going to end up shooting him.
4: How do you fill out the death certificate in this scenario? That's got to be a toughie. You're not dead. Yeah, but you also died in a timeline that had nothing to do with you. <laughs> like, the guy went back in time. So he was born before he—he he was born after he died. That's a fucked True. up uh, birth
0: certificate, right there. Yeah, he died in the past. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All yeah. these Borg in this scene do. And while Bravestone. all of this is happening, uh, Data and the Borg Queen are getting it on. Uh, well, he's, he's putting uh, flesh. She's putting skin onto his android and body. And he's stealing it. I was kind of wondering if she gave him a dick.
1: Do you think they did it? He did already has
0: one. But like skin, did she put skin on the dick? Did oh you wonder God. that? Data, Data is that.
1: anatomically
4: correct. <laughs> <We already laughs> know that. Pisces.
0: Thing. Pisces.
4: I always wonder why. Data did is fully they... functional. We already know that too. They yeah. like a Corner of his face. We knew that before they even said it. In he gets this, this corner movie. of his <laughs>
2: face, <laughs> and he gets this part of his arm, right? Or, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, or I, I mean, bet you she didn't, and that's why he decided that he was just gonna stick with. Right, you know what? Like, let's just be friends. Time, if that was the first time he had ever felt sex, I think he might have gone with the queen.
3: But yeah, <laughs> zero point <laughs> yeah. eight qu- uh, seconds might have turned into seven point five seconds.
4: Yeah, my- <laughs> it's well, just so creepy. Yeah, but we saw her get assembled. The only organic part of her is the top part. Yeah. 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 So Man. she got she got metal down there, boys. Yeah, I was
0: kind of like.
1: What that is, is gonna
4: yeah, be fun. That's like there's, putting you other, there's other
1: ways to do it, though. She's got a top
4: half. Ah, uh, Jane, that's what I like about you, Jane. Good on you.
0: Uh, we come back to the fight. The fight's kind of wrapping up. Right there, Jane, good job. <laughs> After Lieutenant Hawk gets assimilated and nearly stops Picard, uh, Worf, who was in jeopardy from his suit uh, be having a, a leak in it, he uh, tied that up with a, a little Borg. Uh, Borg. Extension cord, and uh, and and therefore uh, was able to shoot Lieutenant Hawk, and then he shoots the thing, goes assimilate this, uh, and they. Oh, it's a great
2: moment, him. great line. There's a bunch it's of a great line. Uh, yeah. I like when but he has the arm hanging off of him. That's yeah, cool. but yeah. 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 And the fact that he brought he brought that um that
0: blade with him. Yeah, and you're just like yeah, wharf, mess him up, get him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Assimilate this. Uh, and we also get Cochrane and Riker. He's like, uh, uh after he's been phasered, right? Uh, what does he say? But I'm ready to make history. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, Zach from Cochrane, uh, I don't know who you think I am. I'm no historical figure, I'm no visionary. Do you want to know what my vision is? Dollar signs, money.
2: I built this ship so I could retire to some tropical island filled with. Naked women. That's
0: separate
3: conference.
2: I love that. I love that he's talking to Riker about this because I'm thinking at this point, Riker's like, "Hey, can I get in on this? I get it. Let (laughs) me tell you about (laughs) Riza. You don't know shit yet, boy.
0: Let me tell
1: you."
0: Right, and I also question in this scene too why why Riker like. Yes, they have to tell him about like the future so that they can get him to cooperate with this mission so they can preserve the timeline. But he doesn't need to tell them that there's 50 million people living on the moon. He doesn't need to tell them about like a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, they're, uh, covers they're already this, at this
2: point. They're all. It's showing that they're all sort of giddy with hero worship, yes. right? So they're they're. He's not the hero. They that's were. how they're acting. They're they're uh, sort of spilling their guts. They're just so excited. Don't let uh, don't let
0: uh, don't try to let history dictate who you are. Just be a man and let history make judgments. And he says that's rhetorical nonsense. And and, yeah. and Riker says you're the one who said it. <laughs> Ten years from now, it's a nice moment. Yeah. That's um, and from there, who, um, said, who said this? Well, you did. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Right.
4: And
1: but then, then know, it begins
0: uh, the whole war, like the whole stuff where Picard's losing his mind after this. But I do like that they make it's all
3: all the humans that are. are like hero worshipers of Zefram Cochrane, like like uh, Troy's not a human, and she's not she's not really hero worshiping him all very much. Or... No,
2: she's like he's nuts. This yeah, guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's our then... official ship's counselor's opinion.
3: And then is there another alien down there with him? Not really, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's the only one. So
2: no, she's the only technically alien. She's only half alien.
1: Yeah, she's half human.
2: Oh, well, I love too when Lily first sees Worf, and he just looks at her and goes. I am a Klingon. Like that's going to explain anything to her. Like she's yeah. got any frame of reference at all.
3: Doesn't yeah. say hi. Doesn't say how are you.
0: I am a Klingon. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like, um, well,
0: what happens after this is that Worf and, Worf and Picard get back from their little spacewalk, right? They've just been through this intense moment. And then uh, they get the report, we're losing deck by deck. The Borg are marching slowly. And... Uh, Worf or uh, Picard says, you know, hey, we need to blow up the ship and uh, and get out of here, right? And he's like, no. He's like, well, I must strongly protest, Captain. Right? You're with all due respect, he says. destroy the ship, ship on the right way, away, you coward.
1: John Luke.
0: Yeah. Um, if you were with any other man, man, I would kill you, where you stand? Wow, threatens to kill him.
4: Yeah, um, so that to put in to make Worf look tough. Well, I think
0: it's it, it, I don't it, you
4: think know, ever actually
0: say that. Especially after they just went through like this moment together, where they saved the ship and they beat the Borg, and then they come in and now they're kind of at each other's throats a little bit about what to do because Picard doesn't want to give
2: up the fight. Think uh, about the worst thing you can call a Klingon, though—a coward, a coward—and <laughs> coward. and Picard he knows the absolute that. Absolute worst. He knows. He knows that, right? Let's um, look at it
0: this
4: way, though. How big is fucking Picard's balls to be able to say that to Worf?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Worf's like, you're lucky, buddy. God, massacre <laughs> if it wasn't you, if it wasn't if it was anybody but you, you know, uh yeah. right? And and they've been through and a lot was, together.
4: Worf, what remember. I would have liked to have seen is after Worf said, if it was anybody other than you, I would kill you where you stand, I would have loved to just sent Picard go, try me, bitch. Like that would have been great. <laughs>
0: Well, even at the time, I'm like, what about Cisco? Cisco's also your captain and whatever. And he
4: would kill Cisco where he stood. He would
0: he would kill have so so killed Cisco. Yeah. He would he have killed Riker, just not Picard, just so we're clear. Uh, but you know, so and then we get the maybe the greatest moment of the movie, which is the Lily, Picard, uh,
1: you know throw up that damn ship! No <laughs>
0: And no and uh, you know made too many
1: compromises already too many retreats they invade our space and we fall back they assimilate entire worlds and we fall back not again the line must be drawn here this far
0: no farther. i love that From winston churchill we I will we'll
2: make them, them pay leave. for what they've done love it love it so much. I love yes, that speech. What I, what I mostly love about it is that he's wrong. It's he makes a speech, and in almost every one of those speeches he makes in the show, he's right, and you come around to his that's way of about something. In this one, he makes a great speech, but he's also mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, and Lily calls him on it right away. Yeah. She's like, to hell with our
0: orders. Oh, wait, that's the wrong one. That's right.
1: Captain Ahab <laughs> has to go hunt his whale
0: you know, uh, she's like, you're I mean, a book she never even read, but she sees that he's just a man obsessed, he explains his background, why he was, but she's like you, you know, and he tries to throw her out she's like, what, what? you'll kill Ensign Lynch like you, uh, you'll kill me like you did Ensign Lynch and, you know, so she's like really like kind of waking him up, right, and after this whole conversation, like, he's like let's blow up the ship.
4: I think that might be one of the reasons why I don't like her character, because she keeps pointing out the flaws in, in my favorite character. <laughs>
0: right. <Maybe> that's <laughs> yeah, why, that's don't why think, I don't like her. Just like yeah. Raffy.
3: Oh, fuck I like her, her for that <laughs> I like her for that exact reason. I feel like um this this movie really shows how loyal to a fault they are to Picard. yes, and and yeah, the, the crew the crew kisses his ass just like the way they kiss Zessa was that from Co- Cochran's ass? and it took a human from the twenty first century. To kind of go, like, what the fuck is this? And then when she says, you know, you broke your little ships, kind of like another dig. She keeps, like, just digging it into Picard's chest. I love it. Because (laughs) Picard is, like, kind of... For me, he's a little bit full of himself of a character. He thinks he's hot shit. Like, the one episode where he dies... Because he he does uh, of the, the the Mechanical Heart episode with Q and
1: everything the Nosican. Yeah,
3: the Noskian and everything. Like he he's so cocky and, and 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 he's like that's part of what makes me me, you know. And, and he's like if I didn't get stabbed by the Noskian, I would have been like this. He would have been Barkley. And, oh, and-
0: right, right. <laughs>
1: he's bold. Yeah,
0: I just like and after he comes out, he comes to their sensibilities. They do the auto destruct sequence, which is kind of is a really interesting sequence. Um, just them all getting the escape pods and they're doing like the thing, kind of like shades of Star Trek three when they did the auto-destruct. Uh, and then- Or sure any other time they've done the auto-destruct. <laughs> I just want to play this, this clip because it's my favorite part of the moment where where Picard apologizes to
1: Worf. Mr. Worf. I regret some of the things I said to you earlier. Only some, Some. some. As a matter of fact, i think you're the bravest man i've ever known makes me like tear up every time yeah
0: yeah see so you on gravette island <laughs> and it's the music i like
4: it, that score in the back though the
0: jerry gold background
4: score there is amazing the I'm jerry like, yeah.
0: goldsmith score is amazing in this like they, it they, is a good score they put it under some of these emotional moments and it makes this movie pop so much more it's also like Jerry Goldsmith did that original Star Trek the Motion Picture um, score yeah. and every time Worf comes on on screen you hear that that Klingon theme it's like it's like some great callbacks yeah. in here. Um, and just everything yeah with with Worf and Picard is a great moment and uh, you know he, he says goodbye to Lily um you know says I got to I got to save data because he saved me before and I got to stay I got to stay behind and so they all leave meanwhile uh, Jordy and Riker are going on the, the launch with Cochrane and playing Magic Carpet Ride and doing all that stuff, which I don't think we have to touch on for too long. It's it's fine, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I just it I, I did yeah. Why do Riker and Jordy get to go on this mission? Wouldn't it have be been better to send up some 21st century people with them?
1: I, I guess you want to make sure it happened, they got it done, they've got knowledge to make sure it actually maybe, it maybe
4: Jonathan Franks and.
0: LeVar Burton something to do. But, yeah, yeah not, I
4: guess. They're not gonna put two like stiffs in there,
3: you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I
0: it like I get it. I get it from the movie purpose, just from a logic standpoint, it doesn't make Where did outside. the escape pods go? They were going to Gravetta Island. Where's that? An uninhabited island on Earth. Oh, so they wouldn't be seen. Right.
2: That's so why he ma- says I'll see you on Gravetta Island, right? Um, yeah.
1: so maybe he's he there's literally there's as a to be no
2: ship and they're gonna have to stay there. Yeah. yeah, he says to Lily, "Tell this is orders for my crew to find a quiet uh, corner of North, North America. America." Right, and yeah. you think yeah, that I'm they right would right. say, "Why don't you get a boat?" Is Wharf gonna hide on Graveta Island? Right.
4: Well, he's gonna be with the people that know what. Yeah, <laughs> know what <laughs> he is, right?
2: Yeah. So I guess it'll be fun.
0: Yeah, it was orders like find a, cor- a quiet part of North America and and uh, stay out of history's way. Um, And then we get the final showdown in engineering with Data, War, sorry, Data, Picard, and the Borg Queen, which I think is a decent enough finale of this movie. And I think, you know, uh, we obviously all think pretty highly of this movie, so I think that the ending works well. Uh, We get the whole, welcome back, Locutus. I love that line where she says, you can still hear our song, uh, you know, just like the, the, the trauma, the flashbacks, and that she was there back then. And you know, he says, "Well, we blew up that ship. are why are all of you dead?" And she just makes this offhand remark about three-dimensional thinking or something or something. I don't know. So yeah. some, somehow she, we've seen that the Borg Queen has died a few times and come back. So well, clearly, she
4: just they just download her into another one, right? Like, yeah, the Borg the Queen point. is kind
0: of immortal, so it doesn't really yeah. seem to matter. But yeah. yeah, so and then we see that has Data turned. Has Data been seduced by sex and 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 real and feeling real flesh on his body and. Whether or not he has a, a a real dick now or not, it's uh, these are all the questions that are going through our minds, right? So... No,
4: not all of us. <laughs> not once watching this movie have I thought, does Data have a real dick? <laughs> not once. I have now there, so you've actually, actually ruined it for me. It me <laughs> Every time I watch this movie from now on, I'm going to think about Data's dick, and I'm going to be yeah. like, why yeah. am I thinking about Data's dick? I oh grown- yeah, Dave Mater
3: might be ruining the movie the data uh,
4: you might have actually ruined that for me thank you dave You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> okay it won't stop me from watching it
0: right uh yeah i don't know like what else is there anything like, other than like picard is slowly taking off his clothes but he's offering him he offers himself like take me let data go but data says no i want to stay here i like it here and uh, so they he unlocks the computer he deactivates act- the auto destruct uh, and then, you know, he fires three torpedoes at uh, Stephen Cochrane overkill. And it's all looking like it's over. But then it's a what do you call that
1: uh, a ruse? A
0: ruse. It's a ruse. and uh, and and then he goes, resistance is futile. He just was doing it long enough so he could get close enough to punch that thing. And then that is the-, the
4: cringiest line in this whole goddamn movie is when data says resistance is futile.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. It's I so like weird. It, it doesn't I need mean to be there.
3: I oh,
4: like it.
2: it.
0: Resistance is futile.
4: It, it, you got to remember, this, this movie came out in
0: 1996.
4: I got a plane flying by, apparently. Who,
0: is that you? <laughs> yeah, there's a plane flying by, apparently. They're flying right over your, your roof?
4: <laughs> well, Kevin and I are too far away from each other, so I'm not probably hear it. Yeah. yeah oh, we're, okay. we're within walking distance of each other.
0: Right. And so we're, we're at the... Uh, okay, so, like, the finale. Yeah, I love, like, the effect of... The Borg Queen dying in that uh, plasma stuff where all her skin's like melting off, and hey, then I'm all there. she is
4: is the she's the T one hundred one or the T eight hundred Terminator. Yeah, yeah. She, she
0: becomes a Terminator, right? Yeah, she becomes a Terminator, and then that's kind of the end, right? Uh, I like how
4: you kind of see her like kind of chirping around though after she's just the the skull and the spine, <laughs> and she's like right, da, 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 da.
0: and and, you know, <laughs> and then party, they just and... kill her, and he
4: snaps her. He snaps her. Uh, <laughs> he snaps her.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, he snaps the neck, right? And and Data's like, I'm kind of sad she's dead. And B- I, Picard doesn't say it, but you think Picard's like, Really? You're, you're kind of sad she's Maybe dead. Maybe Picard was like, Did
4: she give you a real dick, Data?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the next line after
0: that. <laughs> <could have> been. <laughs> Did you fuck? Uh, yeah. yeah. It should have been like, I was tempted by Picard, her offer.
4: Picard should have like, tapped on his thing and went, Hey, hey. And Data's like, Yes, Captain. And he's like, You tap that? That's I, what I, should have happened. I will never look at this movie the, uh, the same I'm way. I'm going to think of fucking Data's dick every time gonna... I see this fucking movie now.
1: <laughs> well, is it possible that Lacutus? Le- 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 All I'm did saying is too? that Data's cybernetic
0: know. dick might have got grafted on real human tissue, like it did <laughs> onto his face and to his arm. <laughs> well, just well, so has next... then. Right? But maybe not. Maybe maybe they left the original uh, android skin on his dick, and that's what he used.
3: He's in that part of the ship for a long time. I
4: mean. <laughs> Oh, there's that plane <laughs> again.
0: God, the does is, does Dana
4: drugs or something?
0: This is like the best podcast ever. Does uh, Dana have <laughs> a
3: android dick?
4: Why are we fucking talking about this?
0: <laughs> this is important. This is You've what finally ruined this not goddamn
4: not. movie for me. It was bad enough that fucking you know during next gen I had to think about the fact that he slept with Tasha Yar.
3: I don't think he yeah. would have a day uh, an android dick. I think he would look like a Ken doll. So, so
4: no, he's, he's anatomically functional. correct. They he told you he's this fully. already.
3: I know, but how and is he
4: fully free? functional
3: as a how, as an android, is he fully functional?
4: Uh, they got different lubes just the something. way he I has fingers, know. he has a dick.
2: Yeah, okay. Well, hey, I think <laughs> like, I'm done. No, I do. I actually have to go, but uh, uh if you're gonna rate them, I give this one a nine. Oh yes. Mm. Okay, nine. Okay, so let's. Uh, Kevin, so we know you have wait. to go. So yeah, uh, goodbye. All right, bye, wait. guys. See ya. see ya. There he goes.
0: Okay. He didn't so... want to hear about dicks anymore.
4: That's what it was. <laughs>
0: He's Don't giving this a nine, him. and that that gives us a segue because we're pretty much at the end of the movie. Which the only thing left, I guess, is the, is the first contact scene, right? Uh, like which is when... pretty boring. Well, okay. So did you see that it was going to be the Vulcans?
4: Oh yeah. We already knew it was the Vulcans.
0: We didn't know it was going to be the Vulcans. Well, yeah. Troy says
3: it earlier in the movie that it's, a you know, two primitive, good guys. She, good guys. Yeah, she doesn't say she who. Doesn't
0: say, she doesn't name. say No, I, we didn't know who the first contact
1: I, was. I know. I When I well, first it was, watched it, out, I was surprised. Once he takes off the
0: hood, it, I, I definitely had an oh, aha moment the first time I saw it where I was like, okay, that makes sense. They would be the Vulcans. But it had never been said that humans met Vulcans first or anything like that in the history of Star yeah. Trek no. up to that point. Are you
4: sure about that?
2: Yes, why do yeah, you I mean, always it, not believe me? It was an aha you're already, moment. You're you can
4: like, read wikis all the time. You think that that's. I also awesome. watch it. I also watch it.
0: <laughs> I, I also I, I talk about Star Trek three times a week. I know, know, my know my facts during the original series.
1: I'm with Dave. It's ever from since a got different that doctor when I first The stargazer I'm, wrong. I'm, You've
0: been saying I don't know what. It, you know. No, it was
1: an aha moment. We it was supposed to be a surprise. It was the Vulcans, and I was surprised first time I watched it. I remember that. I don't remember it much. I don't have his memory, but I do remember that. Yeah. It
0: happened. Yeah. No, uh, no, it could be obvious. Like
1: I I like that I'd say it's very obvious, but for me, whenever I watched it, I was, <laughs> it was I was like an
3: Andorian. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I would have loved it had been in It could be
1: uh, like any federation um
3: not beta zed
1: member original member.
3: Not beta zoid or whatever because that would have been just like someone like Troy walking out there when
0: I mean,
1: all right so ratings um
0: yeah so let's do our ratings for this movie then
1: i'll do 9.5 again i can't can't do 10
0: i'm giving this a nine and a half as well uh jeff
3: 9.6
0: to beat me mom's not here
4: jody Oh, this is going to be hard. Um, I'm going to go with a nine. Wow, so that's pretty strong all the way across.
0: So that uh, that means our that's average movie is mm-hmm. nine point three for this movie, uh, and that puts it ahead of anything we've watched so far. So I think collectively, uh, you know, we'll get ratings from Ashley uh, and maybe.
4: Undiscovered Blade Country has a nine point six, isn't it?
1: Nine point two. Undiscovered from... Country is. I can't at...
4: see it. It's
0: kind of blurry.
1: Nine point two. Oh, oh, sorry.
4: I was looking at the other
0: one. Average, average male. Yeah. So the yeah, I, I've been uh, I've been going with the men versus the women, and then if you go with the uh, just the IMDb rating for this movie is seven point six, which I think is a little underselling it. When you compare that, like Star Trek Into Darkness as a seven point oh, seven IMDb, no. yeah. like and um, even even
4: yeah, Star but Trek. you have to understand you're talking different people viewing this movie. The, the Star Trek reboots were really made for average Joe Schmo who doesn't really appreciate the Star Trek universe. They just wanted to see an action movie. Like, Candace loves the uh, the reboot of Star Trek. Uh, she loves that movie.
0: I like
1: that uh, movie a lot too. Whereas,
4: you know, if you got her to watch the next-gen one, she would be like, eh.
1: Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. She's not
4: a Star Trek person. She's yeah, okay, Not a, okay, okay. She's not a fan, not but like, she she loves uh, she loves the. Oh, she her on the podcast. And, like, Rotten Tomatoes
0: one. rates this movie very high at like a ninety three percent tomato meter and an eighty nine percent audience score. So it's coming out still at, at seven point six, but um, and an eight and a half overall. So I, I
4: still think Undiscovered Country is better than this movie,
0: personally. It's pretty close. Like overall, like so, we're you know we're talking about a point rating between all, all mm-hmm. of it, but you know, so I, I think we've watched, pro- we've maybe have peaked. We'll see how these other movies that are coming up in the next few weeks, including Insurrection and uh, Nemesis, oh, blah, Insurrection, blah, blah, blah. even just to see where they fall in sort of the bad movie order. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of curious about too. So Insurrection yeah. is way worse than Nemesis. Yeah. So I, got, I just got,
4: rewatched it. It's terrible. Yeah,
0: we got, some, we, got we got a couple of uh, tough weeks ahead of us here, everybody. Oh, um, Insurrection, then Nemesis. Yeah, we got the 2009 Star Trek, which I, which I won't mind rewatching. Uh,
4: uh, I just we- recently watched that again, too. And now I'm into Into Darkness, and I wish I was in Darkness, because that's a terrible um, movie.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, okay, well, hey, so any final thoughts before we close out?
4: undiscovered country is better this is a good movie better in generations
3: it's my favorite probably movie f- for star trek but really it doesn't mean it's the best one it's just my favorite that's why you know
4: huh. uh, it's, it's the whole back to the future mentality right yeah pretty much sure. everybody likes back to the future but everybody has a favorite of the three
3: yeah which me and dave both like two the most which everybody says they hate though you know
1: yeah so. I, I don't like two
3: uh,
4: I like two for different reasons that I like one, but if I had to pick between the two of them, one is better.
3: Yeah, I don't like three all that much
4: though. not I. It's my least favorite out of it, but I will tell you, as you get older and you watch that, it is a better movie.
3: Oh, I don't just think the movie is like I don't dislike the movie. I it just it's not my like I like the other two so much more. For me. I like the 50s. Yeah, I'm the same way.
4: I don't really like how they ended the trilogy, but anyway, this isn't anything to do with this. <laughs> this is nothing to do with anything, but yeah, it's a. Uh, but yes, we'll, maybe we'll on a different way. show that the uh, Mater brothers may have. Right,
1: right. Yeah, you guys should do rewatch shows like The, the, Back to the, Back of the of Future. Features. That would be. Amazing. Oh, that's
3: easy. That's
4: only three movies.
3: Or
1: Indiana yeah. Jones yeah. We could too. We can even just do one podcast. Right, it is a lot of Lost Art.
0: Um,
4: well, yeah, it's, so- it's all one continual story, right? So.
0: Okay, everybody. Um, thank you, uh, Jody, Jeff, Jane, Kevin, and Ashley, who, uh, for everybody on the podcast today. Um, and uh, we'll be back next week for Star Trek Insurrection, uh, you know, that we're not excited about, but we have to do it. Um, and then uh, make sure to subscribe, everybody, YouTube, Facebook, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are doing DSpace9 podcast on Tuesday. We're going to be doing uh, the Q episode this coming Tuesday, Tuesday Q-less, uh, the only Deep Space 9 q episode. Uh, we're also doing classic Trek rewatches on Thursdays with uh, my dad, uh, our dad, and uh, Jody. Um, so check those out. We're going to be doing MUDS Women coming up this Thursday. Uh, and uh, yeah, we also have Trivial Debates that's going to be airing next Sunday, uh, hosted by Jody. Oh, I got to get ready for that, apparently. So uh, yeah, get ready for that. We Should got I wear excited. a tux? You should maybe, maybe, maybe you're the host tie, for that one. judge, tie, jury, tie. and executioner for trivial debates. So check out trivial debates. Uh, what is that Sunday the twenty the thirty first? Yeah, 31st. so we're doing that on last Sunday of every month. So check out trivial debates, everybody. And uh, until then, live long on podcast, podcast and long life. And everybody have a have a safe tomorrow. Or Bye. Tonight,
1: Bye. 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 <laughs>